0: Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Are you ready to learn the keys to copywriting success? My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 20 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. My co-host, Kate Sitars and I, along with the rest of the Filthy Rich Writer team, are sharing everything we've learned in our decades in the industry so that you can start and scale a successful copywriting business of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast. Hey there, Kate.
1: Hello, hello. Hello.
0: Okay, and now I'm- I'm going to
1: take over, yeah.
0: Giving up the (laughs) reins. Kate is in charge today. So Kate, go for it. Watch
1: out, watch out, everyone. All the listeners just stopped their phones. (laughs) We are talking today about, well, as many of you know, or we've said before, and maybe you don't know, um, 2022 marks the 10-year anniversary of Filthy Rich Writer and the Comprehensive Copywriting Academy. So after 10 years of- Nikki running this business eh, we thought it would be interesting to talk to her about what she's learned over that decade since yes she's been a freelancer and a copywriter for more than 20 years but running a successful business for an entire decade now so there's lots lots to learn from her challenges how she's overcome them what's next maybe we'll get into that Mm -hmm. um So yeah, without further ado, uh, Mm -hmm. let's start, I guess, at the beginning, which I know listeners, CCA students maybe know a little bit about this, but what was the inspiration for starting a business? You had a wildly successful copywriting career. You're making six figures as a copywriter. What made you want to create Filthy Rich Writer and the Comprehensive Copywriting Academy?
0: Yes, thank you, um, and thank you for having me as a guest on your lovely yes, podcast. Oh, you're so welcome <laughs> on
1: your own podcast. Welcome to your podcast.
0: Mm. Um, well, actually, the 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 truth is is that you were one of the inspirations because mm. um, it was ten years ago uh, that we were working together, or actually, we weren't even working together at that point. But um, we were at a company that had decided to bring on a new um, a new brand or start a new brand, and they I was the Copywriter there. And they said, um, We're going to need a ton of copy for this. There's no way you can do this yourself. You're going to need to build a copywriting team. And uh, so I got the opportunity, hired on some junior copywriters. Um, I poached some writers Mm -hmm. from the editorial team, yourself included. And uh, as our listeners know, copywriting is a very different kind of writing than. Certainly than editorial writing, but yeah. and than any other kind of writing. And so I basically kind of put together a copywriting boot camp, and mm-hmm. we would get together, we would talk about principles, we would share copy that we found, copy in the wild that we found, and discuss it: what made it good, what made it not as good, where it could be improved, um, and kind of went through a copywriting boot camp so that you guys were all up to speed and ready to take on projects. Um, And after we finished that, um, and you guys are all an exceptional group of writers. So I think that probably gave me (laughs) gave me some confidence too. Um but after that I thought, you know, this would be, this is more valuable than just for these five people, because four or five people. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the crazy thing about copywriting is it's it's almost one of the best kept secrets In terms of careers and opportunities, especially for people who love to write, because you can't, you can't major in copywriting in college, you might take an advertising or you might major in advertising and then there's like, maybe a copy class or maybe like a segment of a class, but it's so much more than that. It is, it is an entire career and there's so much to learn and so much to master. And we certainly keep learning and mastering. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, when I was doing this, when I was going through this and when I was starting my career, I luckily had a little bit of a background because my dad was a marketing director uh, at the time, but he's now retired. But, um, I thought, you know, it would be people, people, this is a great career, I can teach people how to get into this career. So let me see what it would take to put together a an online program and, st- and start a business selling people this professional career training. And that's that's really where it all started.
1: Love it. So you started the business, obviously, in 2012. Um, and I know we've talked about this, not on the podcast before, but that it was a little slow starting out. You know, obviously, the CCA now, gosh, I forget where we're at, somewhere between six and almost 7,000 students that we've taught, which is incredible. Uh, but obviously, back in 2012, that wasn't the case. Um, so why why do you think that was, that it was a little bit of a slower start? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, this was, I was brand new, obviously not brand new to copywriting, but I was brand new to digital business. I mean, I had, I have worked at digital businesses for a lot of my career, but starting one myself was new to me. So, you know, I, I built the initial iteration of the course and put it all together. And, and I kind of, you know, it's, it's the, the typical new business owner, um, pitfall is you're like well i have this really great thing
1: if Mm -hmm. i just put
0: it out into the world people are gonna buy it and they're gonna buy it like crazy um and that's like with anything that's not how it were. I mean, the mm-hmm. marketing exists for a reason. So that's that's a big part of it. Initially, I remember being like, "Great!" And when someone buys the first one, I'm going to do this. And when then somebody, buy. and it, there's so many other factors to to selling something online, to marketing something. You know, the the I had no concept of the cost of acquisition, or mm-hmm. you know, like, well, if I sell something for X amount, I'm going to get X amount in my pocket. Like, no, that's not how this works and obviously that's that part might not be as interesting to our, our students but um,
1: well, it's know. interesting I mean they, if they're a part of marketing team selling your physical or digital product I think it's mm-hmm. good to know and have an understanding that you know mm-hmm. the company's not making as much as the actual cost of whatever it is they're selling I think mm-hmm. yeah
0: that's helpful yeah, that's information true. to know yeah. um, but I think The bigger, the bigger, and I guess this kind of goes into it as well. But for a lot of the time, it was, I was very serious about the product and very Mm -hmm. serious about training people. And we did have some right away. We had some some really great success stories, which thank goodness we did because that really kind of helped me stay with it being like, yes, this is valuable. People need this. Mm-hmm. Um but for a lot of it it was, you know, I was doing it nights and weekends and and which is fine, but I was treating it as a hobby instead mm. of a business, instead of really digging in and understanding understanding my metrics, understanding, you know, understanding the cost of acquisition and what was reasonable and and all that kind of thing. And it wasn't really until like twenty eighteen that I revamped where we hosted the the program. I revamped, I went in and re-recorded the program. I went in and um I think it was through twenty eighteen and I created a lot of the bonuses mm-hmm. and um And I started to really get serious about it as a business and get serious about about ads and get serious about how we conveyed information about copyright. Because if it's a new career to you, you're going to have a lot of questions about it and got serious Mm -hmm. about how and where and all of those and what uh, information we conveyed to, to people to help them understand whether or not this was a good choice for them. And that's really when that's when it started to really take off as a business, as a training. It's always been, if I do say mm-hmm. so myself, a really good really training. Yeah. Um, but when it started to take off in a, as a business was at the end of 2018. And I kind of put together a, a sales system that is um, a little bit different from what a lot of people are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and really dialing that up, finding something that works and then dialing it up, um, is what has helped us to, to bring us to where we are today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I also realized that when I needed help, I added what changed. (laughs) Yes, then (laughs) as it started to get bigger, I was like, oh, I can't do this by myself anymore. And so um, the first person I brought on was Julie, who is Mm -hmm. now our um, amazing uh, media producer, but she started out doing like, customer service. And, and she started our Instagram program yeah, and, from zero to, yeah. And then I brought you on to help me coach in the group and then do one-on-one coaching. And then now you're kind of, um, above that even as, or a little bit, uh, removed from the one-on-one coaching, because then we also brought in our fantastic student coaches and created that program and, um, brought on Tracy who now does our customer service and Caitlin and who is our marketing or excuse me our operations manager and Nick our marketing assistant Mm -hmm. and Megan who helps us out with design it's um it's you the funny thing is is when it comes to business and this is every business owner I know you get to this point where you're like i need some help but no i should earn more and then i can afford to bring them on but it is always the fact that you have to bring them on and then you end up earning more because you have more time and you can do more things you know we're, we're talking about uh, we were talking in a in a training last week this has been a busy busy couple of weeks but about the concept of bringing on assistance and um and when to do that and how to do that and then all kind of that thing and that's you kind know, of the first step to freeing up some time and freeing up some some mind space. And so I've been really fortunate as I've built the company um, that I've found fantastic people who care about this, care about what we're doing and care about our students as much as I do and and it's it's like the biggest blessing and I can't tell you guys enough you Kate and and all the rest of the team enough how wonderful it is to work with people who care and who are as inspired as, as I have been. Yeah. And am.
1: Yeah. You know, in 2018, when you said, you know, you started, moved from treating it like a hobby to treating it more like a business, what do you feel like changed to have you have that shift in the way you were thinking about it?
0: Uh, That's a great question. I actually, I think the first time that I really went like, oh, um, I bought a, I'm always buying trainings and, and, you know, mm-hmm. participating in programs because you, the more you learn, the better you become and the more you grow. Um, and I mean, our, our students know that they, they are they have purchased a training and are participating in it. Um, but I went, I purchased a training, and then I went to a live event, and um, I was interacting with a lot of other business owners and just learning from a lot of other business owners and kind of being in that circle. And you know, I would sit down with people and I would have a conversation and then ask them about their business, and they say, "Oh, we grew our business to this amount," and I would go like, "Oh, wow! They're just..." they're just a normal person like me. If they could do it, I could do it. And it kind of opened up the possibilities for me in terms of what could be, what, what could happen, where it could go and what could it grow to. Um, And I think that was, that was when I started to, it's, it's really hard to put a value on, maybe it's better to say it's invaluable to be around other people who are thinking big like so I had that event in 2018 and then in the end of 2019 I joined the mastermind that I'm in um, that I've been in now for several years over was it 2018 because that doesn't say I feel like I've re re-upped three years now um Sometimes somewhere I in there right as I, I don't know I was working <laughs> very very hard um but and to get into a mastermind with other people who are, who are thinking big and who want to achieve big things in their life. And yes, you can all get in, you know, get on a zoom call and share strategy and all that kind of stuff, but they, it is, it's so inspiring and it also expands what you believe are the possibilities for yourself. So yes, I did get very serious about the business in terms of tracking metrics, in terms of all that kind of stuff and and you know, investing in ads and tweaking all that and optimizing and all that kind of stuff. But I also a big part of that was surrounding myself with people who who were also doing things like that and were also thinking of themselves as 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 business owners and and being business owners and being high achievers and when you're in that kind of group you feel inspired to to also achieve more
1: and that's mm-hmm. i think that
0: was definitely a big part of it
1: yeah i'm curious in whether being part of this mastermind i can imagine helped mindset wise just alone in addition to i'm sure the many many ideas you've gotten from it but yeah. can you dig into both how the mastermind has helped with mindset, but also I imagine with copywriting, for example, when you're just getting into copywriting, you're starting something new. A lot of our students feel imposter syndrome. They feel like they hit that point when they're like, I don't know if I can do it and if I can keep climbing towards this goal. Mm -hmm. Did you ever have any of those moments with this business? Because obviously, you know, you'd gone through it as a copywriter, you'd gotten there and putting you on the spot. So full disclosure, I, I didn't give her questions in advance. So as much as yeah. you feel comfortable sharing in terms of that journey through those mindset shifts and then how the mastermind kind of helped with that as well.
0: Yeah. Actually, it's kind of funny because I would say probably up until like that end of 2018, mm. when it came to mindset, I was like, Psh. Please, mindset. Come on, give me the strategies. Let me implement the strategies. You keep your like frou free, woo, woo. I believe it. Kind of mindset stuff. Um, and surprise, it turns out that mindset is really important. Because um, the thing is, you know, it's it's like you can't achieve something if you don't actually believe that it's possible for you. It, that's just it doesn't it doesn't work it doesn't work. You can't achieve something if you don't believe it's possible. And not just and just beyond that because that's just a, a tiny nugget of what mindset is and I feel like we need to come up with a better word for mindset, but mm. but but also the the place that you were in in your mind. If you're still seeing yourself as someone who doesn't achieve things or someone who's someone who you, you have to be able to put yourself in this place of like, okay, yes, I'm I'm feeling self doubt, or I'm feeling, but I know that that's a part of the process, and I know that I'm going to be able to to make it through. It really is about putting yourself in a different place mentally. And yes, it's a big part of big part of what I learned in the mastermind, or just a big part of being in the mastermind. When you are in a group of people who are achieving, you you soak that up naturally. And if they are speaking in very empowered ways, you learn to do that more yourself. But your question of, you know, did I ever feel self-doubt as I was building the business? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, You know, because it was getting out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's nothing you're going to do that's worth anything that isn't going to make you nervous slash maybe even sometimes scare you, you know, with even with the, the business the way it is today. In in 2021, we incorporated so we have our, mm-hmm. our the Nikki K media brand and you know we have we've launched our freelance success framework for people who want to freelance successfully in, in other so we've launched the fired up freelance brand for people who want to freelance in, in other industries outside of copywriting. Um, and we have some other things coming up this year. But every time I get to a new level, absolutely, there is a ton of panic. And on top of that, quite frankly, now I have extra panic because I have employees. But it's um, like
1: she worries about us. I worry about (laughs) you guys so much.
0: Um, But every time you get to that new level, there's going to be stuff that comes up for you, there's going to be stuff that makes you uncomfortable. And there's going to be, but the thing is, is that you start to realize that you don't really have a choice. If you give into that feeling, if you give into that feeling, it's going to stop you from making progress and the feeling's never going to go away. Except on top of that, you're going to go, oh, and then I gave up on myself. your, Your only choice when you start to feel those nerves and you can know, you can, you can know, okay, this is part of the process. I know that I'm getting to the next level. I'm up leveling. So I'm feeling uncomfortable because of that. You can know it, but it's not going to stop you from feeling it. The only way to, to overcome that feeling is to get through it, is to keep taking the action. And it's, you know, I know we, we say this to our students all the time, but it doesn't get any different no matter where you are mm-hmm. in your business. You still have to, when you get to that feeling and you will, you know, we, we get to this feeling here, we'll get to this. I will get, I will have this feeling every time we add a new brand. I will have mm-hmm. this feeling every time we add a new employee, every time we get to a new level. I know that I will have this feeling and I don't relish that, but I also, I know it's going to come. And I know that the only way to get through it is by by relying on peers, you know, I rely on the people in my mastermind. And when I'm having days where I'm like, I could go in there and be like, guys, I just need to say this once. And they'll be like, yep, we totally get it. And then I can move on. Um, But definitely I'm not, you don't want to linger in that. You know, you don't want to go into a, oh, life is so hard. And you also don't want to be among the kinds of people who are like, oh my gosh, it's so terrible. I feel so bad. You want to be around the kind of people who go, You don't want to linger in those feelings and and you you don't want to make it into a victim thing, right? You feel them and let them feel them. I mean, you can't not feel them and then let them, let those feelings go and then keep taking action because that's Mm -hmm. the only, only antidote to self-doubt and to fear and all that stuff is to work through it the only thing. And I, I I wish I could say that there's something that you can do to make sure those feelings never come up, that you feel perpetually confident forever. But I know for a fact that every and everybody I know too, I know extremely successful entrepreneurs, like multiple seven, eight figure on, per year entrepreneurs, and they still get that too. They still, every time they get to a new level, they feel that discomfort but once you start getting used to and I'm sorry I'm going on a little bit of a rant but it's, no, it's, it's been so so big for my 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 myself mm-hmm. personally and the business once you start doing that more regularly once you start working through those fears it starts to become it, it starts to become almost natural to work through those fears when they come up you go okay yep ugh. but but i'm working through them and you get you get used to Exercising yourself, like strengthening those muscles, pushing your comfort mm-hmm. zone boundaries, um, and it's it's they say, um, or I've heard someone say that that aside from childbirth they're, they're having a children, the the biggest way to grow yourself as a person is to start a business, and it's really it's the same way with our students who are starting their new copywriting careers. It's mm-hmm. an immense opportunity for personal growth, and it can be. Scary sometimes, but you you'll be so much better as a person every time that you do grow. Anyway, so long digression.
1: (laughs) No, it's helpful. I want to underscore it too the the taking action piece, even if it's small action, because I think people might see you and think, "Wow, she has employees and a company." and but as you mentioned, that didn't happen overnight. It happened by taking small steps where you decided to focus more on the company and then you decided to hire and decide to grow. I need support and so I'm going to hire someone even before you incorporate which I want to highlight that too, that that didn't happen then it made sense. Okay, now I'm going to hire full-time and I need to incorporate to have blah, 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 and so on and so forth. And so each step was its own. And even incorporating, I'm sure there were steps of like, let me find the person that I need to do this first. And then, okay, what papers do I need to fill in each small thing? If you do and just, okay, what's the next, what's the next little thing I can do? What's the next little thing I can do? And suddenly you look behind you and there's a lot of things that are done now. Yeah. Um, well, and-, and
0: That's a great point too, because when, and any process or whatever, especially with growing business you're perpetually coming up against stuff that you don't know how to do. Mm-hmm. Like, no, did I know how to incorporate a company? No, no idea. <laughs> did I, well, did I know how to, did I really know how to hire, hire my first? Yeah. Exactly. Did I know how to bring Julie on? She's probably like, no, she did not. Um, <laughs> we
1: but, have an onboarding process then.
0: Um, She's and, this
1: though, so. I don't think God, the punches.
0: everybody on the team, thank God you guys are so wonderful. But, um, but it's, you don't know. And then you get there and you go, Oh, I need to know this. So you figure it out or you find mm-hmm. resources to figure it out. You know, you find, you take courses or you reach out to professional, you know, I found an attorney and I found, and you just, you get to that point and then you figure it out and then it's past you. And then you get to the next thing that you don't mm-hmm. know. And then you figure it out or you find a resource and then figure it out or, or whatever, but it's, you're not, nobody's born knowing well, frankly, nobody's born knowing anything, right? But nobody's born knowing how to incorporate a company. So, yeah, of course I didn't know it. And I think that's an easy thing to forget too as as adults and we talk about this, you know, with our students sometimes that we're like, "Wait, I don't know how to do this already?" No. I mean, because we we're, we're not used to learning new things, but this is a, another great way to grow ourselves as as humans. You're mm-hmm. going to have to learn new things, so
1: embrace it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Well, and how important, and I feel like I know the answer, but I want to hear from few you about uh, going back to the mastermind group of, I can imagine being surrounded by all of these people. Not only do you have support, but you have people that know things that you don't know, or you have people around you that have gone through the situations that you are now going through mm-hmm. Which allows you not to I imagine reinvent the wheel so much. You, I think, a lot of us, and I see it with our copywriting students. I see it with myself. It's like, well, I can figure this out. I'm smart. I don't. I don't need other people, or mm, I'm a bit of an introvert, so I don't need. I don't necessarily want to put myself out there and mm-hmm. meet people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I feel like it's it's so much easier if we yeah. just lean into asking, yeah, and yeah. having a supportive community
0: exactly exactly if there're people around you who know then reach out i mean you know certainly especially when it comes to the cca there's so much stuff in there that mm-hmm. yes you you have access to to so much stuff but but at the same time too yeah reach out in the community and it's the same thing with a mastermind you know my my mastermind peers will ask questions and i'll give some thoughts or you know we'll all give each other thoughts but then also too it's it's the same thing like giving feedback in the group is when you when you give feedback and it's this when i'm i give ideas um there's so many times that I'll, i'll give an idea to someone who's asked a question and then i go oh you know we could actually do something similar to that over here so it's it's beneficial for me to share my expertise with my peers, first of all, because it helps them. Absolutely. Uh, And, you know, what is it? The something about all the ships rising. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's very helpful, Nick. Thanks. Um, but I think, yeah, the rising tide makes all the ships rise, something yeah, like that, yeah. something like that. Um, but then it's also beneficial to me because it helps me step out of my perspective and my business and, and talk from a, a more global place of advice and strategy. And then I can grab that and take it back in. Yeah. Yeah, it's well. It's you know the in talking about masterminds. The, this is part of why we created mm-hmm. our own mastermind, that the CCA Next Level, is because um, I wanted to create that same opportunity for our students with a copywriting expertise. You know, not just a, a mastermind, but but for people who are in the so yes, building their business and building, you know, and mindset and an additional thing and additional ways to to hiring assistants and digital products Mm -hmm. and and all that kind of stuff that can enhance your copywriting business, but also from that perspective of building that business as a copywriter. And I wanted them to be able to have that same experience of, of feeling up-leveled and feeling of being in the room with other people who are high achievers and sharing that experience, you know, and it's, 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 we called it next level because it is, it's the next level. The CCA is, is I'm so proud of that program. and so yeah, proud of everybody so that's in, in it. Um, it th- our students are amazing and they're so hardworking and the CCA is great and it will give them Everything they need, if they want a six-figure per year copywriting career, absolutely. You gave
1: me almost a 200k career with the CCA beta, so imagine what you can do with CCA now that has 22 bonus courses. Yes, our beta Ye- version was not a 22 bonus course. No, it was
0: not. Um, no, <laughs> you you gave that to you. I gave you the initial the initial training. You took all the That's, steps, and it's the same thing with our students. Yep. Um, but you know the CCA will it will give you everything you need for that for that that career. But if you want to take it to the next level in terms of, I want, I want more of my business. I want more time. I want more flexibility. I want to be able to uh, bring in income without direct one-to-one services. And I want to maybe take it beyond of just me providing, you know, all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. And, and on top of that, the mindset and the up-leveling that comes from having these higher level conversations and being part of that community. um, That's I'm, and I'm so glad that we decided to move forward with it um, because it has, it has a lot to offer. It just has a lot to offer. It's, 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 I mean, how many times did we go back and forth? Like we're calling it next level. Should we just call it next level internally? We're calling it next level. <laughs> um, we just—it's maybe it's kind of lazy, but it just made sense to us because it was the next level. If you want to to go to to up level, that was the place to go. Anyway, uh, but no, masterminds are—they are crucial. They they they. It's like I said. It's hard to overemphasize, or it's hard to emphasize enough, um, what it means to have to be in the room with with other smart people. And you know, um, in our mastermind, uh, uh, the woman who runs ours was saying that uh, Stacy was running ours, and she says. Um, she knew she had to move to a new, a new level when she was the smartest person in the room at her, at the, at the other thing that she was in. Cause you never want to be the smartest person in the room. You want to have other people to learn from and other people to give you, to give you input.
1: So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, 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 communities are, are important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you know. it surprises a lot of our students too. I always love hearing that. they're Like, I didn't realize that I needed and wanted this support.
0: Yeah. yes well it is and I can tell I go it alone. exactly as a, as a copywriter and or as a business owner you know I I it is both things right if you're a copywriter and you don't have other copywriter friends it's the same thing to be a business owner and it's not that mm-hmm. I don't have a, a, outside of my entrepreneur friends before I had my entrepreneur friends and the mastermind and the, the course and all that kind of stuff um Being a business owner, like being a copyright, it's a very distinct experience. Mm -hmm. And I can talk about it to friends, you know, but they don't have that same level of understanding as when i can say something to my business owner friends and they get it and it's mm-hmm. the same thing with our copywriting students they can talk to their friends or their loved ones and be like oh i had this going with the client and this is and and you know your your loved ones your friends can be like oh yeah i can see why that would be frustrating or whatever but your your copywriting friends your copywriting community gets it. They get mm-hmm. how big the wins are. Even, even if it's like little wins, like I sent my first invoice, you know, someone who's not in the community might be like, Oh, all right. Well, good for you. Like super thumbs up On to the next topic. Whereas uh, a copywriter who knows what it, what it means to actually send your first invoice to get paid for your first project would be like, yeah, you know, it's just a different, it's a different, it's important to have people who understand you and Mm -hmm. who cheer for you and support you. And it's just really important.
1: Yeah. I'm curious as, as a copywriter, but then writing copy for your own business, just to underscore how important messaging is to building a business. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's the important thing. You know, I'm always, I, I, I'm on. I get interviewed on podcasts uh, periodically, and I talk with other business owners. and And when I say, "Yeah, you know, messaging is the most important thing," um, the the podcast, the you know, the business owners will always go, "Yes, that's what we're always trying to tell our students, their business owner students," because. It is messaging is the most important thing. You can have the most amazing product or service or whatever in the world, but if you can't convey to people why it's so amazing, nobody's going to buy it. And you can have like the prettiest pictures, the Mm swankiest website, but if it doesn't actually say anything, or if you go, I don't even know what this is, then nobody's going to buy it. But uh, you know, I always say if you you could, but. On the other side of the coin, if you could have just a, a blank white page with black text on it, but if that copy is written well, people will buy. Messaging is the most mm-hmm. important thing. And I will tell you too, that that is the thing, and our students should hear this, that is the thing that most business owners struggle with. The vast majority of business owners struggle with this. And it. it and it doesn't have to be that way. Like, well, first of all, hire a copywriter. But there are also so many things that you can do that are that are quick wins for business owners that prove your worth and also make them so much more interested in investing in you. Like I was talking to my friend, um, Michelle, and she was putting together an opt-in page for her for uh, a training. And she said, ah, I'm looking at my numbers. And it's just people aren't opting in at the rate I want them to be. And I said, all right, we'll send it along. Let me just, let me just take a quick look at it because um, I will to my friends, to my, you know, I will offer some, some, uh, some free advice. Cause they do the same thing for me. Um, it's not a pick your brain situation by any means, very reciprocal. Um, and I said, all right, here's what I would do for your sub- or here's what I would do for your headline. I would change this up here. And I think your button needs to be a little clearer and, you know, little tweaks. And she made it live and she came back. She's like, oh my God, the opt-in rates doubled, all that kind of thing. And for me as the copywriter, it was just, it was a very little thing, but it made a huge difference. For her, it will make a huge difference for her business, and think of all the people that she's going to help because they get into this training. So, as copywriters, we can't underestimate the importance of what we do. And also, don't be afraid to go out there and and pitch your services. I mean, really, this this opt-in page was was a great opportunity. You know, we say sometimes uh, don't work for free, but you can offer like. You know, uh, let
1: me five minutes me, of advice. Exactly,
0: five minutes of advice. Makes, so you're not. And then you know, when you when someone sees like, oh wow, this one tweak doubled my doubled my opt-in rates. Then yeah, they're going to be so much more interested in in working with you. Again, don't work for free, but like five minutes of advice. Or when we say like you're in a Facebook group and someone says, I don't know why my page isn't converting. When you go, okay, you know what? Uh, as a copywriter, here's what I would recommend. Let me know how it works out. Because not only are is that business owner going to benefit, but especially in a Facebook group, exactly. Everybody else is like, whoa, look at that. And they go over, they click over there. They see who you are. They go click over to your Facebook business page. They click to your website. They can touch with you. And yeah, it's be helpful. Be, be value oriented. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So 10 years, what's the next decade look like, Nikki? What's the
0: next decade? Oh. The next
1: decade.
0: <laughs> um, I, well, the funny thing is, is it has we have grown, I feel like we grow and do so much more every year and not just Mm -hmm. the, now the, the Nikki K media company. It's, you know, when I think of what we have accomplished in the company over just the past three months, let Mm -hmm. alone the past year, it just, it, gets bigger and it gets, yeah. And we just more offerings and more things and we find more ways to support our students and we find more opportunities to, to share what we know and teach and help people. It's, um, you know, it's funny. I think that it's, it's dumb actually when I say it out loud, but when I started the business, I was like, all right, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to sell copywriting training. And I think it just never occurred occurred to me, again, I'm going to say this out loud and you're going to be like, what an idiot. Um, But it didn't occur to me what would, what the outcome would be. Like Mm -hmm. it didn't, it didn't occur, like when the first student emailed me to be like, oh my gosh, I got my first, because this was before we had a Facebook group, like when the first student emailed me to be like, oh my gosh, I I got a job doing this or you know the, I lost this job and now I got this job and and I could do this and I'm a professional copywriter now. I kind of went like oh. Oh, yeah. It's not just about selling a course, it's about actually helping people build careers and I think if it had just been about selling a course, thank God I figured that out relatively early. If it had just been about selling a course, it would have been like, oh, I know I sell this course, like hop into whatever is the the new hip digital thing. But because it's about, and our students are so fantastic, you know, and they, they care so much and they work so hard and they support each other. Um, And it's, it's the, it is the most fulfilling thing. Again, it's so dumb that it was a surprise, but it's the most fulfilling thing to be a small part of people changing their lives, of people taking control of their careers and of people deciding to, to invest in themselves and, and make what they do for a living a priority and make how they feel about their career a priority and it is like the the most amazing blessing to be some small part of that and and to see where people take this and to see what they do and to see it's it's the coolest thing and I just I want, I just, I always, I want more of that. I want more of that for our students. I want to help more people in, in more ways. And that, as we think about what we're doing with the next, you know, the next 10 years, like I can't, I can't, we have some ideas some stuff we're working on, but I couldn't possibly, I couldn't possibly tell you exactly what it's going to be, but I will say that, that me and the whole team, I know, I know I speak on behalf of the whole team. We're focused on, we're focused on that, on helping people take action and helping people take control Mm -hmm. of their careers and their lives and their minds and, and helping people, helping people achieve what they want to achieve. And I think as long as we stay focused on that, which I have no doubt that we will, because it, it feels so good. Mm -hmm. Um, that as long as we stay focused on that, we're, I will, we will always be proud of what we offer and always be proud of what we put out into the world because it's about, it's about helping
1: and empowering people first. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you to our CCA students who continue to share their wins of all sizes, you know, Completing foundations course, doing launching your portfolio and putting it out into the world, telling your friends and family, lending your first client, hitting you know big months, all of it. You know you have no idea how much when we say that that buoys us, like it 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 truly does. And we we share some of our favorites during not favorites but share you know handfuls during Yeah. yeah in our company meetings. Just again to underscore Nikki's point that that's that's the focus and it truly does I think fuel us to keep going because we all have days like everyone we're not immune to days of like oh, it's it's what we're doing matter are we do and then it's like oh yeah no it, it really does so yeah. thank you all for for sharing those yeah. um i know 10 years is a long time and you've hit on some amazing points here which you know everyone listening please go back and take notes because there's a lot of good advice in here um i'm gonna do the same but if you could Sum up in some way, I'm not going to say one or five or however many tidbits, but some of your top, I think, takeaways that continue to, you keep, continue to keep top of mind as mm-hmm. you run and look to grow a business. What are some mm-hmm. of the like most key, whether it's a skill or a mindset thing or what, however you want to take that? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I think this is something that I, I have to regularly keep reminding myself of, but it, figure out what you want and sounds sounds so simple but figure out what you want and then keep going after it just keep going you know we say in the CCA that the the consistency and persistence are the biggest things and that's true for just about everything that's true for business that's true for fitness that's true for love that's true for it's
1: learning language
0: learning a language <laughs> figure out what you want and then keep going because there will be roadblocks. There will, there may even be moments where you you are tempted to think that you failed. There, there may be moment, there likely will be moments where you say, I'm not sure I can do this. This, it still happens to me in, in this point in the business where I go, this is really hard. I'm, I, I, can I keep doing this? But you, you just, just keep going. If someone can do it, then it's possible for you to do it. You know, the, the, I forget who said it first, but most people stop for four feet from gold or something like that. Like most people stop yeah. right before they break through, right before their success. But if they had just kept going... Mm-hmm. They would have gotten there, and then gotten to their next level, and all it's it, So it's it when you, you will feel discouraged, and if you're doing something that matters, and again, business, copyright, but if you're doing something that matters, at some point you will feel discouraged. You will feel doubt. You will you will feel procrastination. You will think like, oh, maybe I'm not meant to do it. Just keep. Going because if you mm-hmm. keep going, and yes, maybe sometimes you have to tweak the way that you're doing things or you know, reassess the way that you're doing things, but if you keep taking action, keep doing it, you will get there.
1: I love that. It reminds me of I'm going to get some of this wrong, so we'll have to fact check it. But, um, I believe it's some sort of explorer, and he was in, in Antarctica. And he said the reason why his, and I believe maybe one other person, either him and a team, survived was that each. They were out in cotton snow, whatever. They were a long way from wherever they had to get back to. But every time that they were walking and trying to make progress forward, he would take one extra step and tell himself, like, okay, I want to quit now, but I'm going to take that one extra step. And that one extra step is what saved them. So however many days they were out there each day and each time walking, taking that extra step, it mm-hmm. saved their lives. So I feel like that's what I try to remember when I'm like, oh, I just want to do one, one more step, whatever that step mm-hmm. is. Yeah, that's no. smart. I like that. Well, thank you so much for sharing uh, so much insight and 10 entire decade. Congratulations, too. Uh, and thank you thank for letting you. me be part of the team. Um,
0: thank you. This is one of those like 10 years is a long time. It's like I, feel like, I feel like I just started 10 years yeah, is certainly yeah. not that long of a long time. Surprise. But yeah.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. Thank it, you.
0: It, thank you. It's well, it's and-
1: cool to see where it's come from. So I can only imagine. I can only imagine even in a couple of years. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, I thank you. And I, I, none of none of this would be possible without, without our amazing team, without you, Kate, without all of the rest of our team members. And it wouldn't be possible without our students who are Mm -hmm. working so hard every day and, and sharing their wins and asking for support when they need it. It's, there's, this is, it's, I actually, I so the company is Nikki K Media, and sometimes I'm like, why did I do that? Because it's 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 not by any means a one person endeavor. It's it's all of us coming together and working together. And so thank you, and thank you to to all of you for for being a part of this. It's it's amazing. I can't believe we've been doing this for a decade, mm-hmm. um, and I can't wait to see where like Kate was saying, where the the next decade takes us. It's thrilling.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And with that, thank you all. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye, Bye, everyone.
0: Like what you heard? Subscribe to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast so you never miss any copywriting tips, tools, or tactics. And if you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at freecopywritingtraining.com. We'll catch you in the next episode.